All right, so we got episode six here. Yeah. Full Send Podcast. We were just saying, these clips, uh, they're getting posted everywhere. We've been posted on what? ESPN? Yeah, ESPN. You boys are fucking mainstream now, which is great. You guys are mainstream. I say we were on ESPN. We were on The Jump. We were on uh, Bleacher Report, by the way. Gave us some love. So, you know, you guys just went from doing prank videos, and now you're fucking mainstream ESPN. Pretty good. I think we always were just a little bit mainstream, but I know what you mean. Well, you know, That's, you're getting a little more respect from big boys now. 100%. You know, Especially in the sports world. That's pretty cool to see. I wish Stephen A. reacted to that Dennis Rodman quote. He didn't? He didn't. It wasn't. He wasn't on ESPN. Because I saw that when I went to the click. I went to click it, and his face was on there. Was that just what they call click? Yeah, I guess they were trying to make it look like, oh, Stephen A. went crazy and stuff, but he, he wasn't even on it. I was oh, I was, I was Yo, shocked. by the way, Kyle, real quick, I got to ask you. I just like not being like whatever, put you on the spot or anything. Not like you never do You're it to just me. putting me on the spot, yeah. Were we supposed to do this interview yesterday? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I was here. What the fuck? I'm happened? not going to lie to you guys. Uh, Labor Day weekend, it hit me pretty fucking hard. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I got absolutely, wait, got thought- absolutely fucking into one Saturday night. Uh, didn't, didn't go to bed very early. Yeah, because yeah, I didn't know if it was Jake or you, and so I get a text that says, "Hey, the interview's off." Yeah. So I was like, "Is it Jake?" And I guess Jake was here. Sleep. No, listen, listen. I'm, I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll own up to it. I got fucking super involved. I got super fucked up. All right. I don't want to show up to the podcast unprepared and shit. And I mean, you must. Be, I, I had to yo, fucking make the tough honestly, decision to call it off. Thank you for but that. Thank I texted you. Jake, even though I was fucked up. I texted him and I said, like before I canceled it, I said, "Yo, bro, can you just run it back like the day later?" And he said, yeah, no problem. That shows so I said, respect, right. too. I don't think he's no, doing that for thank you people. for that, because it was 5 a.m. where I had to take a flight, and I was so tired. So Because, yo, people don't get check. it, too. Like, now, we were just talking about this, but on the Nelk side, we're doing an episode every Monday, and the videos now are, like, they're, like, they're very Netflix tough. shows, dude. Yeah. Like, not, like, even, like, budget-wise. Like, the amount we spend on a video is, like, like I don't know, hundreds of thousands of dollars between the editors we got six editors editing a video. Yeah. And that's just the videos for Nelk. And that's just the videos for Nelk. And now you're throwing in the podcast where you have to travel to because the guests that we're getting are pretty, you know, they're not easy to get. Yeah. This last one was 45 minutes. So we we pay respect. You know, you guys pay respect by going to the guests, which is awesome, which makes it better for them, more convenient and whatnot. A lot of times they'll come to us, hopefully in the future. But at the end of the day, right now we're grinding and it's fucking impressive that you guys. I love to do it. I love to travel. And then I think, Salim, what do you think? I think some people like... They don't know how much effort we put into these Nelk videos. Too. Yeah, like, yeah, it's a lot. People, like, they're so quick to criticize, but yeah. really, at the end of the day, I think the team that we have between, like, me, Salim, Lucas, everyone on camera, and then obviously all the editors, everyone cares so much about the video being, being so good. Yeah. So we put so much pressure on ourselves to, like, yeah. fucking make every episode great, which is tough, man. Do you monitor, it's tough. Do you monitor the, like, the, the views and the comments and the likes course. and everything? Yeah, you have. We tried ourselves. We're all, but we're numbers guys. Because yeah. you guys, I hear you guys talking about all the videos. We're and always stuff. talking about numbers. I mean, we wanna. We've always wanted to be the biggest on YouTube. Um, I mean, we're never gonna have like Mr. Beast type twenty five million yeah. type views yeah. because of the content. Who's Mr. But, Beast? Uh, he's a YouTuber? yeah. You don't. You wouldn't even know him. Okay. Like, but that that he's not even like in our lane at all. Like we don't compare ourselves to someone like him. But so we have we have we have Jake Paul today. We got Jake Paul today. Um, I think, you know, it's definitely a good guest. We're obviously into the fight scene a lot. I think a lot of people are going to be quick to criticize us and say, why'd you guys have Jake Paul on when you're, when you're really good friends with Dana? But I think that's, uh, one of the things that we'll talk about today and mm-hmm. see what his, uh, what his beef is with Dana and stuff like that. Cause everyone knows how we feel about Dana. We I know mean, where we, our loyalty lies. Well, that guy's just, yeah. I mean, what Dana White's done for us is like. Dana's you know, our guy. He's Dana's our guy. Our guy. That's it. At the end like, of the day, Dana's our guy. He's the first big, like, fucking, I don't know. He's the big, biggest boss to, like, first, like, fuck with us and put us on the map and, like, really, you know, just really help us out. Like, he got us on Air Force One with Trump. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> and, like, Jake us. and him, they have their own. I feel like it's all just a show. Like, I think it's just as much of a show for Dana as it is for Jake. Mm-hmm. Well, Dana doesn't pay it as much as Jake does. So it's but more he of, does, like, but Dana... If Dana really didn't care, he wouldn't respond. But the fact that he responds knows yeah, that it's so good too. for him. Well, it's getting so big now, I think he has to respond to it. You know what I mean? He's getting to the point where in the beginning, I don't think he really paid much attention to it. But then when you're getting hit from everywhere, it's showtime. They're doing a good job. They're selling but I'm, all these I'm sure Jake is slowly, slightly maybe earning a little bit of respect from him. What do you think? I think so. I mean, look, at I think his boxing skills are fucking getting... 
He is a good boxer. He start like he I is. did not even think even close. Like even the Nate Robinson when he first fought Nate and Ben Askren. I mean, he's he can he can fight. Yeah, he, he can, can fight. fight. Now yeah. him comparing himself to Muhammad Ali and fucking nah, Mike Tyson see, that's that's generation yeah. is a little I bit think, like a little bit I fucking crazy what, to me. I think that's what people take too seriously because I don't even think he truly believes that. No, but he's just trolling, bro. It's literally trolling. Like it's the same shit we do. Like. He's literally saying something because he knows it's just going to piss people off. So when he comes in here, he's going to tell us when I say, like, you know, about Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson, you think he's going to say I'm trolling? No, well, I, mean, gonna I don't say, think he's going to yeah. say he's trolling, but I think he's just going to say, I don't know, maybe somewhat he does really believe it and he believes in himself. But I think that's what does piss people. I'm not saying he's the next Muhammad Ali, but I think the thing that pisses people off the most is when people say things that are like so out there and so such a crazy goal that people are like people just hate that yeah I want, it I, works for his numbers 100 percent. i mean it's i mean look at what you see he just said he said he said he just became 10 percent closer to becoming a billionaire so does that mean he made 100 fucking million dollars in his last fight he's doing i wouldn't something. say I that. About I would, that who knows what he's yeah. got no one really knows what business people have behind the scenes though too yeah right? well i think he was just speaking directly to you know this fight that he made 100 million dollars i think that was his statement yeah he's working hard he's doing what he's got to do i mean I respect that for him to work that hard. What do you think? I'm actually always I mean, curious yeah. before he comes in the room. Is he going to be like, is he going to be a dick? I've never met, nah. I met Jake once at Craig's. That's it. No, I don't think he's going to be a dick. I think uh, I've known Jake for a while. I mean, when we were really small, he was always, uh, the Paul brothers have always like been cool to us and they've always like, you know, tried to help us or like even when we were smaller, like invite us to their parties when they were like, Popping, popping, and stuff like that. Yeah, no, Logan's man. I love Logan. I just haven't really met Jake yet. This is the first time really meeting him. So Jake's been cool. I mean, he's been cool to me. Honestly, it's like me saying I'm trying to be like Tiger Woods. I think yeah. it's the exact same. I get person. it. You know what I mean? I, I really do want to be Tiger. Woods. Okay, yeah, that is annoying. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It but is. he shot 150 the other day. At the I, know, I know. I know. Well, you brought him out to the golf course the first time. No, man. I think it's just more of a confidence thing. I, I just was not. I was not looking at the ball, bro. Like I just. Like, the swing was good. Everything was good. It's just me not looking at the ball and getting too horny. It was his first time golfing, and, and he was giving us tips on the course. <laughs> yeah, he's... Like, like Lucas Lucas would hit a bad shot, and he'd be like, yo, you mus you muscled that shot too much. <laughs> That's just, like, fucked up. What's good, Jake? What's up, man? What's up? We going right into it? Yeah, yeah, we're going right into it. All right, let's get it. <laughs> What's good? What up, man? Chillin'. I like it. You don't roll in with any entourage. You just come solo. Yeah, I thought you were... Shooters, bro. We, we thought, thought you were coming in deep. I thought you were coming in super hot. All, everyone, all the whole team like is dispersed back into the regular world for a little bit when we're done training camp. So That's crazy. We so all what, what have you been up to since the fight? Even even sending or what? I've been sending it. Like I, I feel like I'm probably looking hungover right now, but been been going pretty hard. It's like extremes, right? It's like... You literally go sober, like can barely have sex. You're eating a fucking vegan fish food and like, like goddamn. And then all of a sudden you win. You you know you get all the excitement. You just want to fucking have so much fun. But I'm like, learning that the imbalances like aren't necessarily fucking good because it's like too much back and forth. So trying to find that happy medium. What? what you I just said we go- crack one up though. Yeah, let's do it. So we already one up got for the boys. Hey, by the way, Jake, uh, we're sorry about postponing on you. Uh, for we moved it a day, I think. Yeah, I oh yeah, we're really, hey, we're really. I don't really think sorry Jake minded though, because he said he was hammered too. Yeah, bro, I was, okay. I was way I was, too fucked bro, up. I was in bed, shriveled up like a ball. I was just like, I can't move right now. I was texting please, you weird I was like, shit. Please, bro. I went and looked back at our text messages. I was like, why was it being so weird? I just, I don't get a lot. I of couldn't time even to call see my Kyle. phone though when we were trying to schedule it. I was like, bro, I can't see right now. <laughs> How many shit. days you guys been going in a row? I guess since the fight. So. Damn. What the fuck? <laughs> so going to sober to just an absolute fucking bender. Bender, yeah. So you don't, like you don't drink you don't drink at all during before the before the uh during training and stuff? No, like three, four months sober. Wow. But so yeah, it's been like eight days or nine days since the fight now, I guess. But Damn. how I, do you think uh sorry, how do you think you how do you rate your performance against Woodley? I, you know, I'm very hard on myself because there's always room for improvement. And if I was like sitting here being like Oh, I did so good. I beat a Hall of Famer. Like, I did those things. Like, he's a great fighter, and he's tough. Like, that's what I really realized from him in there is he, he's a veteran. He didn't want to lose. He was coming with so much heart, so much power. Um, but I, I 
didn't do as good as I normally do in like sparring sessions. In my other fights, I felt like really like jumpy, really bouncy. My legs felt good in my other fights. This one, for some reason, I was like, man, where's this like extra spunk? I, I don't, I don't feel it right now. I don't have it right now. Uh, so I give myself like a B minus maybe, uh, you know, for what I did. This guy's been boxing since you know, I was 12 years old when I was in seventh grade twiddling my thumbs in science class. This guy was a winning world championship. So for me to only been doing this for three years and come in and outbox him for basically every round, I'm proud of that, but I know I could have done better. And there's a lot of things that we worked on in sparring that I didn't do live. Was, was there more like intimidation when coming into that fight or was it was no. something else? I think it's like the X factor, you know, you work so hard in camp and you're literally doing all those days of camp for one moment. You're, it's a peak performance sport. All the days in training camp technically don't matter if you're not feeling good on that one day. Um, it's It was something to do with my legs and like an energy. Mm -hmm. I felt like drained of energy. And then going into the fight, no one, no one even knows this, but I hyperextended my elbow. Oh, like seven days or eight days before the fight in sparring, like bad, like the guy was throwing overhand right and like, boom, and went into the fight basically with like an injured elbow, was doing therapy the whole entire week uh, leading up to it. And then in the third round, I like re-hyperextended it. And in the fight, you have so much adrenaline. You're kind of like, I don't really care. But even like this morning, I wake up, you know, however many days later it is. And I'm like, bro, like this shit hurts right now. So yeah. It's, I think it's just like all the all the factors combined. Maybe the you know, the crowd too. They were rowdy. It was big, right? Yeah. How many, it was how big. many people was that sold out? It was sixteen thousand. Yeah. Wow. What are the stadium? What are yeah. the stadium seat? The stadium seat's like sixteen thousand. So like sold right, out. Yeah, so right around there. So it's like same same like cr madness. You Congratulations, know? by the way. You're fucking killing it. Thank you. Know, you when you man. came into the sport, Congrats. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're a content creator, you're whatever, no respect for boxing. And, you know, I'll say it as it is. You're doing a great job. And, like, you know, you're mainstream now, you know, which is fucking awesome. You got people on ESPN talking about you've done a good job. Um, you got hit for the first time, right? Yeah. First time, in, first time you really got popped. First time I really got popped in, in a fight. Um, it was a good hit, right? This is the guy who knocked out Robbie Lawler cold. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, you know, I'm going backwards. I'm like going back up against the ropes and I was like trying to throw my check hook to come around the side of him. And he came right over the top with a good, right? So I was already flying back. I get hit. Boom. I'm like on the ropes. <laughs> God damn. Okay. That, that's why that's, this is the punch that this guy is known for respect, but it's boxing. Boom. Get yeah, right up, right shake back. it off. I was like, bro, this is the moments that I wanted to go through. You know, this is why, um, you know, I say I want to fight Canelo. So all of these moments leading up to that are just rounds in the bank experience, you know, getting ready for those bigger moments where I'm going to be pushed by tougher guys. Uh, so that, you know, that's what we wanted. I wanted to get pushed to the test a little bit yeah. in a real fight under the lights. And it was a good hit and respect. I came back right after and cracked them again. And that's why he, everyone was like, why didn't he, he didn't why didn't he press on yeah, the he gas? Press why didn't he press on the gas? Like, 15 seconds after that, right before the round ends, I throw a big overhand right and wobble him. And you see the same thing happen. Like, I catch him. He falls into me. And in the fight, like, so much is happening. You don't realize it right then in the moment. But when you watch the replay, his legs, like, wobble. Is he is he asking for a rematch? He is. He is. Wait, but wait, you, you agreed to a rematch if he, if he gave you a tattoo yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. Right? I'm like, okay, where's the tattoo? It, though, no, and, oh. and now he's like saying, well, you have to sign the contract and then I'll get the tattoo. I figured but he was going to do that. The, the tattoo was a bet before, before this fight. You know, it was the loser had to get the tattoo. Mm -hmm. So now all of a sudden he's trying to change it to make it for the rematch. I don't think you'll fight him again unless you lose. No. No, exactly. It you won't find me. It doesn't make sense, right? It, do, it doesn't make sense. Like, if he would have gotten the tattoo, like, now, you know, and that clip goes viral, and everyone's like, Jake, do it, do it. I'd be like, I'm like, you kind of have might to have do had this. to, you but, yeah. To, yeah you but he, he fucked up. He's saying, oh, I'll get it once you sign the contract. No, you fucked up. Just get the tattoo and let me decide from there. But, you know, I think it's, I think it's on to bigger and better things. Uh, you know, I want to fight. A real boxer, um, you know. We'll see what the cards 
have in store. Boys, this episode is sponsored by Shopify. Shopify is an all-in-one e-commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. If you're inspired to start a new business venture this year, you guys gotta try Shopify. Shopify is the only tool you need to start, run, and grow your in-person or e-commerce business without the struggle. Shopify is the global e-commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. So whether you're offering custom stickers from Shopify's in-person POS system or selling sunglasses on Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform, you are in good hands. By now it's clear, you boys know that I love Shopify. We've used Shopify's e-commerce platform from the very beginning to sell full send and happy that gear hosted on our website. My favorite thing about Shopify is no matter how big you wanna grow, it gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US. They're truly a global force powering millions of entrepreneurs of every size across over 170 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. This is a possibility powered by Shopify. So boys, if you're thinking of starting a business, doing anything, get something going, you can go to shopify.com slash full send and sign up for a $1 per month trial, period. So all lowercase, go to shopify.com slash full send and take your business to the next level today. Who do you want next? It's, uh, you know, I think Tommy Fury is probably the top of that list. Um, is but- he like a big sell too? Like I'm not... I watch more UFC, I guess, than boxing. But like, is he? Is that just because he's like Tommy Fury's younger brother, or is he like skilled? Like, he's skilled. He's undefeated, and then yeah, he's Tom. He's Tommy. But Fury's, he's a real boxer, and he's a real boxer, and yeah. he has like four million followers on Instagram, which is good. Like, good engagement. Like, he has the fans from his like relationship thing that he like de- they fell in love on a show or some shit like that. So <laughs> really? like, he has yeah, all those. Yeah, yeah. yeah what show? That. I forgot what it was. Um, like I a Love Island one, type shit. I yeah, think it was one, something like that. Yeah, one of those. So when you're when you're scheduling these fights, right? When you're looking at now, as you keep getting, you know, you're you're went from Nate Robinson, Ben Askren, obviously Woodley and whatnot. When you're scheduling these fights, and you're looking for people because everybody's coming at you now. I mean, right? Tweeting you, hitting you. They want to fight everybody because, yeah. because they know there's a bag involved and they know there's good attention that'll build their brand and whatnot. What do you look for? What is the most important things for you to look for that says, hey, you know what? I'm gonna consider this guy to fucking fight me. I think. Um, it all starts with the numbers. Like, would this fight sell a lot? And would people actually care? Because I can go in right now and fight, you know, the the infamous jujitsu guy who doesn't shut the fuck up on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no one was going to... It's a hard sell. It's like this guy just beat a, a UFC Hall of Fame legendary striker. We're not going to put him up against a jujitsu guy in a boxing match. So now after each fight... We go back to the drawing board and we're like, who makes the most sense from, can they actually sell pay-per-views? And can we actually sell this fight as in like, people are like, yeah, this is a tough fight for Jake. Because that's what I want. I don't want People want to see you lose too, obviously, right? Yeah. Like, I, you know, I, like that's obviously of part of your model, right? So like, yeah. no, now exactly. Dylan Danis might not even be like, people might just think you're going to win. Like you're, you're going to be a huge favorite. It, no, exactly. I, and I've been the favorite. I've been the favorite. So now I, I almost want to go into a fight where it's like, oh, there's no way he's going to do this. There's no way. And then I just want to continue to prove people wrong because I could take a social media influencer right now and fight him and make a decent bag. I could take a NFL. There's an NFL player that wants to fight me. It's just a tough sell because I did all of that. Mm-hmm. I want to leave you in that celebrity world too for like forever if you're always fighting guys like that, like a football player. For like. sure. And, and also too, when you lose, you're just like, it kills it. Like right this early, like you're 4-0, and 5-0. So right now you got to position yourself to people you can beat. But not necessarily, right? Like even with Woodley, you know, it, we were stepping into the unknown. Mm-hmm. It, it's high risk, high reward. But that's why I take it so fucking seriously and put every little ounce of my life into it because mm-hmm. I know that if I lose, yeah, it's like, first of all, it's embarrassing and it's going to be, oh, the kid that talks all this shit got beat up. Ha ha ha. This is what we wanted. So that's why I take it seriously, but it is stepping into the, in, excuse me, fucking, um, it is stepping into the unknown and I'm, I'm okay with that. You know, I think that's what I like about it too, is really having to push myself yeah. To a point of like, damn, can I do this? 
I'm proving all of this to myself at the same time. Well, how how far are you willing to go to promote a fight? Because honestly, me personally, um, no disrespect at all. I I do want to see you get knocked out. Honestly, I really do. But um, like, how far are you willing? No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, we could do it. We could we could do it like with no cameras around. You could just watch like me and you like one on one. Oh no, you're kicking my ass. No, I'm just saying Kyle can punch me. Oh, yeah. And I'll, I'll just get knocked out for you. Well, I'm talking but no about... no cameras. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about actual boxing. I mean, no disrespect. I respect everything that you've done. You know, you, you seem like you're working very hard. How far are you willing to go to promote a fight? You know what I mean? Because I see you call Woodley a pussy, you know, Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather got your hat. You know what I mean? All these things. How far are you willing to go? Honestly, I just am having fun. So it was like, as long as I'm having fun with it and mm -hmm. like trolling and just like making myself laugh yeah. and it's somewhat, you know, if it's authentic to what I want to say and what I believe, mm -hmm. then that's where my line is. I'm not going to go and do something that's going to try and get myself killed. Yeah. But also like I'll, I'll hear that line and like mess with these guys because no one else is doing it. And I genuinely think it's funny. Like half the time when I'm saying this shit to people on online, like tweeting them, or doing all my little like memes that I create, I'm literally just like sitting there laughing. So half of it's like just entertainment for just myself. Just trolling, right? Yeah. I feel like you've always been creative in, in that one genre that you were in, but now that you switch to like this new genre, you're just like killing it with content. That's just like entertaining. And like you're saying shit that like like I told you like when you made that Conor McGregor video, like that was like yeah, that was holy it's just gonna shit. get people's attention. Yeah, like, it's like and it's it the and same. it worked. It's fucked. It works. And it sparked a whole you know onslaught of of attention and media and then reporters are asking him about me and now that fight like is getting more and more real as every single day is it goes getting on. close i mean yeah like it could definitely happen there's talks like with our managers and i mean i guess if your brother fought floyd that's what i'm saying anything's really possible yeah and you're and you're becoming the, very rich along the way too right yeah i mean that that's 10 <laughs> percent, 10 percent right? of a billion dollars that you said so you have that so you made 100 million in the last fight uh, not a hundred million, but like, but what is ten percent? Yeah, can no, you no, speak? No. Can you speak on like the model of the show? I know you obviously can't yeah, go into yeah. too much detail, but like, is it, is podcast, it like a long way, term deal? No, of course, of course. Um, What's the structure like? As much as you can say. Yeah, so they're a public company, so like, they're 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 gonna put out the numbers. They'll be public at some point of like what the fight did in total revenue. Um, but yeah, it's like. The, it's just it's pretty simple it's like how many pay-per-views could we sell at 60 dollars, and how much brand partnerships can we get along with that and then there's like you know the the back-end enterprise value of what the whole entire thing creates from like all of the different products and like stuff i do through my venture capital fund and all the different brands we're associated with that we're representing within the whole entire event um so yeah just do you get some like long term shit for like how many downloads you drive to that showtime showtime like app and it's stuff? So, it's sort of like built into the deal. Yeah, but that but that's where like I can't get into into too much mm -hmm. detail. But what yeah. does ten percent though a billion dollars mean? That tweet you sent out, you said you were ten percent close to becoming a billionaire. Yeah, I was. I don't even remember posting this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. fair enough. But but I I think I, I put this on my story. No, it wasn't a tweet. I, I saw it somewhere. I mean, I just obviously looked up. Uh, some information on I, I would say, no i would say i would say like all numbers aside like that fight pushed me like 10 percent closer to becoming a billionaire for sure nice that's fucking awesome congratulations you're fucking murdering it 100 percent. it's amazing yeah. i gotta ask you this we're big uh we're big dana white fans in this corner here the three of us obviously dana's done a lot for us what the fuck is your relationship with dana is it all for is it all for just how show? did that start i i don't honestly don't even know how it's been so blown out of proportion now but um, he and I just can't stop seeming to talk about each other, and it happens on this fucking podcast. <laughs> Is that trolling for the most to you? part? It's trolling. It's not his. Him and I is, is a little bit more personal now because he's yeah. trying to he's trying to discredit uh everything that I'm doing, saying that my fights are rigged. Because he looks bad. He's trying to bully everyone in the fight game. And I'm the only person with a big platform that's speaking out against him because I'm the only one who doesn't give a shit. All of his fighters sure. have to say, yes, dad, like, we're sorry. Like, please let me fight. Please pay me. I'm the only fighter right now 
that doesn't give a fuck and is going right at him. And so he has to do everything he can to discredit me. You know, a, a month before the Tyron fight, he's like, Tyron Woodley, you know, he's still got it. He's still got it. And then mm -hmm. he cuts him and is like, no, nah, he's doing fake fights. Uh, yeah, the 40. Okay. He sucks. He's old. Jake's not fighting people in his weight class. Like, he's doing anything he can to discredit me. Yeah, but did he poke the bear first? He never poked it. You poked him. No, right? no. It started, like, it started very, like, him getting asked about me in post-fight press conferences. And... People saying, would you ever do a fight? Yeah. And I, I know for a fact, some of his biggest fighters on his card have gone to him and be like, yo, can I please fight Jake? And he won't let them do it for whatever reason. Do what you think, was, do you think yeah. Dana doing something with you this early in your career would kind of discredit the UFC a bit, though? Like, it's Dana White. He's got to be the face of, like, hardcore MMA. You know what I mean? He He's not an idiot. He obviously knows it would do money, but do you think that would, like, hurt his reputation and be like, he's got to be the hardcore MMA guy. Like, all the people that watch your fights because they want to see you fall or like the guys that love Dana like he's got to play a certain card just like you do right no of course and he's a very smart guy like I get it but it would only hurt them then the UFC if I beat their fighter right and look at the way things have unfolded I just be I beat you at Ben Askren yeah who, but is he not on. a striker come on, come cool on, but come that's on. another come that's on. one UFC fighter okay the the first thing the first not notch, to credit you either but come on no but I know but the first yeah, notch on my belt butt. is like a five-time UFC respect champion that. respect box him for eight rounds so now Dan is going like damn do I do I want this money or should I actually like risk Kamara Usman that's the fighter who's like gone to him and been like please please I think please, Dan please. I think Dana would do it if you just down your career you just there's nothing you could say. Like the more every fight you do, you're like gaining more and more respect. Exactly, and I feel like yeah. feel like that's all that matters to him, mm -hmm. in my opinion. But but, that, but that's that's what's happening is it's becoming more undeniable. And so well, I think at some yeah. point it's like okay, we have to make this happen because it's just such. If a you big just go on a streak, play. that's what I ask him. I'm like, if you just go on a streak that it's like undeniable, it's just like what can you really say? Like right now, there's still those questions, right? But if you fucking do it. I don't think there's anything he could say, right? No, exactly. And that's, that's why I do see it being a possibility in two years from now, maybe, like, just keep on winning and it could happen for there's, sure. There's rivalries there, though. It's Showtime. Dana doesn't, Dana's not a Showtime guy, is he? Yeah, he, I mean, he doesn't like Showtime at all. But they but they still work together on the McGregor and Mayweather fight That when they all had to come together. So there's a way. There's yeah. a way here to maybe make something happen here. Exactly. And look, it's the fight business, I think. Everyone just talks shit and is angry and thinks that they are the best. They have the best fighters. Showtime think, thinks that they're the best. So, you know, I think everyone can get in bed and be happy together. My thing with Dana, too, is he's definitely smart, like we say, with, like, social media, like, even how he kind of brought us in and stuff to help, like, you know, with his whiskey or whatever. But I think he knows. UFC. I think he thinks it's good for him, but he's just playing his his side. You know what I mean? Like, I think if he didn't want to talk about you, every reporter, he would just be like, I don't want to fucking talk about that. I, I, yeah, exactly. but no, he but knows it's like so every too. time I do it, it gets views, and it, it he probably does know that you're helping promote the UFC. Mm -hmm. Like you're kind of bringing you're help bringing yeah. more mainstream people into the UFC too. Mm -hmm. I think I think but he's he just has like, told reporters to not ask. Oh, me. really? Mm -hmm. I mean, I Behind think that you're scenes. just not. I think that Dana runs a massive bit. The UFC is very successful. It's been successful during COVID. What they've done is fucking incredible. Yeah, what you've done is incredible. I think that. It's inevitable that you guys will find a way at some point to get in bed together. I think, like you said, your numbers are fucking crazy. His numbers are fucking crazy. I just think it's like soon. But at the end of the day, I think Masvidal would be a very interesting fucking way that to kind of integrate that, that Bro, fight. I'd love to run it. Is that a real? I thought you guys are boys. Though. Yeah. What happened with that? Yeah. So he he started acting like a hoe. Like he just switched randomly? up randomly. Randomly one day was like. But he's kind of done too now, right? Or? Yeah. Yes no, but Masvidal would be, no, 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 would be well, a good Masvidal. He can always come back. Like, he yeah. just had a bad loss. Yeah, he had which a bad was loss. first, like, bad loss ever. But, you know, he has the same managers as Tyron. So, of course, when I, I, I signed the deal with Tyron, and then, boom, like, he's instantly like, fuck Jake Paul. Tyron's going to beat Keep this it in the family. Ass. Keep it in the family. Exactly. But I'm like, Weren't you the one like asking me to hang out and like do your little YouTube yeah, videos and shit? shit and I'm like, cool, like no problem. Like he's a he was a nice guy. He's been nothing but nice to me. But as soon as you like act one, one way, act like a friend, and then switch up with no explanation and no just being like, yo, you know, I'm just doing this for whatever reason. If you would have hit me like that, but 
I don't know. He just acted weird. And so it all went downhill. And now I'm like, that's actually a perfect fight for me. He's an amazing striker. He's the, you know, gangster of the UFC, baddest motherfucker award. And he has the same managers as Tyron. So we know how to do business with them. It just Dana. That'd be a crazy promo run. That would him. be crazy. But Dana. Oh, but he's still under contract, right? You know, yeah. well, listen, listen, Kyle's got some pull with Dana. Yeah, That's listen, all I'm Kyle. Saying. Kyle's got some pull, <laughs> you with, got Dana. The pull with Dana. I, look at I passed it on to you. You have the pull. You're the would, godfather I mean, with Dana with, now. I'm would out. you ever would you ever get in the octagon? Octagon? Uh not in the foreseeable future. I just haven't trained there, right? Mm -hmm. So like even my first year of boxing was very tough. I was fighting like amateurs and not as high level pro people and i was getting my ass beat in sparring mm -hmm. by these not so good people and then i slowly got better and better and better and i was more determined and was working harder than a lot of these people in the gym and then i got better than them but if i were to go come back and do that in mma it's like damn i gotta go through like a whole nother year of like learning fucking jujitsu learning the kicks Elbows. No. I don't know. I think you've proven yourself. You can stay in that lane. You know, you're good. I think you've proven yourself in the boxing stuff. Just how, about, lane. how about Diaz? Yeah, that's interesting. That would be good. See, that's the one I that's want. I want fucking Nate, Diaz. Nate or Diaz, Nick. Is, Diaz can box. I, yeah. Either one, I guess. Like, what, which one, Nate or Nick? I would. would I would rather have? fuck up Nate because that's where Nate's the beef. Like bigger, right? Yeah. Yeah, th it? they're both big, but Nate. Thank Nate you. is the one where the beef started. How fast sure. do you think you can beat Nate in? In a boxing match, I think I think Nate's he's fuck, so tough. Bro. He's so tough that it'd probably go all all eight rounds or how yeah. Holy rounds. shit! His last, yeah. fight, his last fight was fucked. Yeah, I, I, I he almost came back and won in the fifth. Yeah, yeah, the last round he pointed at him. Yeah. Jake, what's yeah. the what's the back to this real quick? What's the strategy on you right now? Looking still, like you're, you like you said, every win you get is better for your business, right? Like you just had Tyron Woodley. I mean, that's an impressive win. But at the end of the day, are you like strategically picking people that you know you can beat? No, in a sense, no. Absolutely. I mean, well, you look at Nate Robinson; that starred you off. I mean, I think to a some sense, not. Mayweather did that too, right? Like yeah, you have to. Sure. I'm not, you'd I'm not be an idiot. It. By the way, I'm not knocking. You'd be an idiot no, 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 not to. I think it's a genius fucking business play. It's no, it's, your... it's a good question, but the answer is no. Like I'm stepping into the unknown. Like I said, with all of these opponents, I want to challenge myself. Tommy Fury, this guy comes from a legendary boxing bloodline, and he's undefeated, and he's the same height as me, same age, like approximately. So, and I'm sitting here saying like, yo, let's run it up. I'm not, I'm not waiting f to beat these guys. If I was doing that, I'd fight Austin McBroom, Austin McBroom or KSI. Mm -hmm. Who's know? Austin McBroom, the YouTuber? Yeah, the family. Do you look in at that, what they're trying to do? Not trying to be whatever, but you look at what they're trying to do. Obviously, success you've had and kind of laugh at it. What all these influencers are trying to do now. Yeah, what'd you boxing? think about that uh, TikTok fight and what happened with that? It's a, uh, it just goes to show like, numbers or followers don't equal so did that just flop flopped i mean wow. bro they're in like 100 million dollar lawsuits and shit like that because they think they think they could come in to this business that is completely different than the influencer world but this is how influencers think i have four million i have five million followers i have 10 million followers i can convert it i can four, convert yeah. it exactly yeah, yeah no it's not how it works i'd rather i'd rather have ten thousand followers that all paid would pay ten thousand dollars or you know all of them would buy a one dollar thing from me then five million followers who give me all these likes but then when i go to sell something that nothing nothing happens right so that's really what we saw is that however many millions and gazillions of likes they got from that event they only sold a hundred thousand pay-per-view buys so that's off limits you're not going to fight you never fight bryce hall you never fight austin mcbroom those are done those are two little two little fish in the sea that won't sell it's it's like a step it's a step backwards you know and, yeah. and they and they don't sell pay-per-views like tyron woodley even though yes he gets a hundred thousand likes on instagram which you know in the influencer world isn't considered like amazing by any means but Tyron Woodley's name can sell a couple hundred thousand in pay-per-views just because that's what he grew up doing, getting promoted by the UFC. So they all learned a hard, valuable lesson of like followers don't equal buys. Uh, and that's why like that whole shit is uh, a nightmare. Right is, is there like a strategy behind your boxing career? Because obviously you haven't fought real boxers, right? But is there a strategy behind, you know, fighting these types of people that are not boxers to get your confidence up or is it like are you just choosing these people just to like you know what i mean yeah it just it just sort of like i've done four fights mm -hmm. in 18 months 
So like, give me a couple more months and you're going to see boxers mm-hmm. on in, in the table of contents, you know, like just I'm letting my career unfold the way it's unfolded. And a lot of this all started because of people were talking shit. Mm-hmm. So I just am going based off of who's talking the most shit. I don't think a real boxer has even called me out yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I beat Ben Askren. Woodley's in the locker room talking shit. This is the perfect next opponent. It's already viral. It's already built in. There's real beef here. So just taking it one step at a time. And if you if you look at like guys like Gervonta Davis, who's like boxing's new hot star, mm-hmm. in his eighth fight, he fought a guy who had zero fights. And then after he lost to Gervonta, he never fought again. Yeah. So even eight fights in for Gervonta Davis, who's like this real pro boxer, he was fighting trash cans. Yeah. Guys who were just put in there to lose. That's not what I'm doing. Would you take that fight right away if Gervonta Davis like called you out? Like if he said, I want Jake Paul right now, would you take that? Yeah, 100%. And do you think you would win that fight yeah. with the time that really? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you saw like Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. Like Logan was supposed to get knocked out, right? But because of the size difference and, you know, the ability that Logan does have, it was it was just a good. You fight. really believe Logan won that fight for real? Like from, truly, from, from, I think I think he won from the point of not getting knocked out. But. Yeah, but like actual boxing, he like, won as like an overall W of no, like Floyd his whole career. It was, it was a W, but, 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 but no, it wasn't but a w. I'm saying from no, no, where? No, no, like he's saying he took a W because he didn't oh, get knocked I, I mean, out. I, think, no, I mean, uh, Logan was fucking awesome in that fight. I think he did a great job, but like yeah. he lost the fight. No, like, like yeah, yeah, like no, oh, seriously, I love that, Logan. Logan's that's, my boy. That's what I'm trying to ask you is like, fuck getting knocked out or whatever. Like, oh, I didn't get knocked out, but do you actually believe your brother beat Floyd Mayweather? Like from where I was sitting. Ringside. You guys are trolls though too. Yeah, we're trolls. Where, but yeah, yeah. No, but genuinely, like from numbers, where I was bro. sitting, yeah. I was yeah, like, true. I, the way I scored the fight, it was like a very, it was like five rounds to three. I thought Logan won, hundred percent. But, but it, it, this okay. is the question. It's gonna sound dumb as ever, right? Because it's it's probably the number one thing you see in the comment section. Is it fixed? Are any of these fights prearranged? Are they fixed at all? Is there any discussion about, hey, you take an L, you're going to go down here because everybody says, oh, you held fucking uh, Mayweather up. Mayweather held your brother up. All the- any of this because you're, you're, you're into, you're into content all, creation, right? It's you're, all bullshit. You're staging a lot of stuff and all the stuff that you're doing, right? It's it's bullshit. So none of these fights Not in any way, shape, or form no, are yeah. fixed. I don't know about anything else in the fight. I'm talking about my fights. I can't speak to anyone else's fights. But also, like, highly illegal. Like, you go to prison for the rest of your life type shit. Well, right. with the Ben Ashton fight, you know, I, I actually believed you you would have been Ben Ashton. I, I just, like, he didn't look in shape or at all. But I feel like, in my opinion, it was kind of fixed on how early you knocked him out. Like, I, I don't know. That's just me from a viewer standpoint. I thought it was fixed. When yeah. I, said I thought it was fixed, honestly. And I'm not, I don't consider but, but myself like, a hater. I think it was just fixed. Like, but I take that but as a compliment. Exactly, yeah. I take it as a compliment because, right. like, bro, I can hit fucking hard. Yeah, like, even crazy. when I was hitting Woodley, I was like, damn, this guy is tough as fuck because most people like don't take these these shots no ben i, I don't think ben, like when you say fixed too it's not like i don't think it was like you fixed, told me like, it was fixed I, I think this one i think i meant by fixed i'll tell you right now i think that you just knew you were going <laughs> to win the fight i think that like right now you're setting up fights right now and it's smart i'm not knocking it i think you're setting up fights right now to build your business which is smart because you take an l it shuts this thing down you lose to ben Askren, you're not getting the payday you just you go called me you're like i got inside info put 100k on jake paul did it work <laughs> I, I didn't bet. Did it work? Did, yeah. Jay, did it work? The round one, Jake. Paul yeah, but if, no. But I knew I was gonna win because I'm confident in myself, not because I didn't think Ben Askren was a tough opponent. I didn't know. People were saying, "Oh, he hits hard. He hits hard." Yeah, blah blah blah. I knew I would squeeze the win out regardless. But mm-hmm. did I think I was gonna knock him out like that cold on the ground in the first round? Mm-hmm. No. Well, what's the what's the play then? You lose to Tyrone Woodley. What do you do? exactly that's what i'm saying like it's fucked that's why it's high risk high reward and that's why that's why people no, want to watch yeah but that's why it's like i'm getting so wealthy off of this shit is yeah. because everyone's tuning in it's high risk high reward yeah. i lose so keep fucking winning exactly but that's why i'm i'm on a flight back to puerto rico right after this to get back into fucking training do you know right i now, know everyone wants to see me lose do you know right now who you're fighting next in your no, head zero, no you don't 0%. know at all there's like talks of a couple people there's the ufc always getting involved in the next guy we want to fight so what is the percent chance is masvidal probably fucking five percent chance five percent chance. <laughs> so it's still Cause, wide cause open bro it all comes back to dana, dana White. yeah yeah it's all up to dana huh at the end of the day mr dana 
Kyle, you got to step in and help. I think that, like, I mean, I think this relation, and I don't want to step no, on like toes I said, here. I, don't I, think, know. I think Dana's smart. I think it's the same. I don't want to say he's trolling, but I think, I just think he wouldn't talk about it as much as he does if it didn't somewhat benefit him in the UFC as well. He obviously knows you're bringing eyes in. Like, you see your stories that you're posting. What was it like? When you post, like, how many people Google you and stuff? Oh, yeah. It's like, like around fight time. Yeah, like, you can't really, like, you can't deny those numbers. So, yeah. like, yeah. he obviously knows it, it works. I think it's like making the UFC kind of bigger, too. No, it is. It is. Right? Our beef is, that's my opinion. Our beef is making the UFC happen, bigger. That's why, sure. that's why it's like, and I think Dana, if Dana was just like all about you, I think it would be worse for you. Like, the fact that he's against you makes like, all those MMA people against you, which makes them want to watch. No, for right? sure. It's so someone I think has it's, to be the villain. I think it's going to happen. What about? Good. I think what it's going to happen. It's going to be great when it does. Uh, this this is kind of off guard, but what if Khabib called you out? I know he's Man. out of the UFC. Would you do that? I mean, like seriously, oh, absolutely. I, that would be a fun. I, would you do I would Khabib do it because I would have to do it? Yeah. <laughs> would you troll? Would you troll him? I have so much respect for him. Uh-huh. Khabib's dope. I wouldn't. I wouldn't troll him. You I'd wouldn't be like, troll him at all. I'd be like, you're the best, but let's fight. <laughs> <laughs> have you had, have you had a, you know, obviously you must get shit talked to you all the time, like, you know, DMs and whatnot, like fighters must come at you, whatever. What's a little interesting dialogue? We've had some guys that have slid in your DMs talking shit. Uh, my, the most recent one is Masvidal and I, <laughs> literally in the DMs, just like going at each other. He can't type, by the way. Like he, like, really? <laughs> like, I want to show you, like, let's he legit it. can't type. It's the weirdest thing. I said, bro, you need to get a grammar book because, all this fighting's fucking your shit up. And that's that's Jorge Masvidal, 36-year-old fighter out of the UFC. I, I fight because I love it, man. Money ain't shit. I got tons of it. Two spaces, period. I fight so I can break. He spelled break wrong. Fool's faces and enjoy the ride. Two spaces, period. You know you could ever see in change. Change. C-H-A-G-E. I think he was drunk when he was. He's probably just zapped. He was. We all zapped once. Yeah, he's probably just zapped. You can't knock a guy for maybe he was fucked up. <laughs> if it's a consistent <laughs> pattern, then it's a problem. But damn, that's crazy. Well, you you once worked with uh, Mayweather. Was that awkward? Like when you did the whole gotcha hat thing? Because obviously that was crazy. Nah, yeah. I think uh, I think he understood it at the end of the day. But like, no fighter has ever really made him look dumb. Like when him and. McGregor were doing their whole beef and their all their press conferences. They were like in on that together. They were like, "Yeah, let's sell this. Let's make it fun." They would ride in the same jets to places. Really? In the, yeah, and really? to go to the cities. Yeah. And you know that for a fact. I know that for a fact. Yeah. Wow. And, but him and him and or my brother and I come in, and we're like the young trolls who don't give a fuck, and we're like genuinely making this old guy look really stupid and we legitimately hurt his feelings like that's what happened that's why he was so angry like we we hurt his feelings his hair was all fucked up okay yeah and like (laughs) and just making him look stupid in general and no one's ever really gone there and really hurt his feelings he was trying to get me killed behind the scenes for sure really wait a minute what do you mean by this he he was what mafia shit yeah, he was calling like the gangsters because we were in Miami here at the time. Oh, yeah, I don't fuck with this place. And, and he was like calling <laughs> the street people because my securities like tapped into the street people, and they were like, "Yo, you guys got to be fucking careful. He's trying to do something. He's trying to do something." So whatever the fuck that meant or means, does that ever all scare over you? the hairline? Yeah, was that, all over the hairline? That, that would be so, scared, like coming man. after people like McGregor Mayweather. Does that scare you? Like the especially the McGregor thing. Yeah, McGregor. Like isn't fun. he tied in with like the yeah, mob? Yeah, people were shit? like when I, I did the McGregor, McGregor shit. They were up. like they were like Sorry. Irish yeah. mafia. They're like Irish mafia is like gonna come kill you and shit. I was like, uh, all right, if this is how I die, then this is how I die. Like over Probably a throw fucking a at your bus. O- over some fight beef. Like look at what McGregor's done. Calling Khabib's wife like a towel oh. and shit like that. Like you, you're just mad because you're getting a taste of your own medicine. You see the most recent one too. The, uh, the, the yeah, one with his dad was evil. about COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's like, next, but, but that's, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's like, next level. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Next Definitely. level, like disrespectful. And bro. Khabib's Muslim, so like, that's all respect right there. Because I come from a Muslim background, so like. Seeing that was like, what the fuck, man? Like, you're taking this to another level, especially that, that for COVID a guy. Shit was fucked. Yeah, he's not going to take the fight. Obviously, Khabib mauled him. You know what I mean? So it's just. But that's what I mean. It's yeah. like they're getting it. I'm giving them a taste of their own medicine and they're upset about it. But like, I'm not I'm not too worried. I have security with me at all times. Like, 
you know, if someone really wants to do something, then maybe yeah, they'll do it. But I think Mayweather calmed down afterwards and was like, damn, they hit this crazy kid just sold this fight way more pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. So, like, get over it. Well, numbers make him happy. Exactly. So, like, he's like, whoa, like, all right, I get what he's doing now. Yeah, exactly. You always you always seem to fight people that are a little bit less, and again, they're not as big as you are. Is that the advantage that you have when you go to these fights? Because right now, I mean, Nate Robinson was like a fucking mini me, right? Yeah, five small nine. guy. Askren smaller. Everybody's smaller, right? And Askren the same height and weight. Askren Askren weighed in more than me. By the way, he looked fucking awful. I know, but, but he Hell but that's awesome. no, but he looked terrible. When yeah, you yeah, that ring, horrible. you would have been like, "What the fuck is this guy's diet?" Of course, but he he weighed more than me that night. <laughs> well, apparently, yeah, no, literally. That's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. Like, so he just same came height, in for a same quick bag. I I think he's an idiot. Like genuinely, like <laughs> so. There's no repairing relationships after dumbass. fights. You still keep media category. No, no, because it, it's different. I told Ben, I was like, "Yo, I will, I'll wrestle you for like a charity wrestling match after this fight." Not anymore. No, and and so he he loses, and then he goes on the media and is like, "Yeah, he didn't even hit hard. Like, fuck that guy." And he starts talking shit. I'm like, "Bro, I just gave you the biggest payday of your life. I doubled your Instagram following." And I'm telling you, I'll do a wrestling match against you so that you could, like, redeem yourself, maybe pin me, whatever. Let's just do it for fun. He starts talking shit. Fuck this guy. He's, I, I think he's genuinely an idiot. I think he didn't think I could fight and just didn't work hard. I have a feeling you're the kind of guy that puts out a lot of shit out there that, like, your team and your management has to come to you and be like, Jake, no, that's not, like, we're not doing that. Like, I mean, I saw, like, Tim Tebow. What the fuck are you tweeting at Tim Tebow for? Yeah. About fighting fucking Tim Tebow. Like, why the fuck no, I Tim said Tebow? we need to get into fighting. I don't want to fight him. Oh, okay. Where does that... Uh... Because he got... Bro, he's like, <laughs> like, he needs something to do. Okay, because he was misinterpreted. Everybody's like, oh, is this guy fighting Tim Tebow? No, I was like, he, Tim, like, time for you to get into fighting. But why Tim Tebow? Why is Tim Tebow... Because he just got cut by the Jaguars. So. Oh, Okay. Yeah, because he was trying to go go back and make his pro football run. Poor guy. And then he got cut again. And I was like, damn, I love Tim Tebow. Yeah, he had a good run in Florida, man. But they just stopped the bus stop there, unfortunately. He's a good dude. Yeah. What so. kind of what kind of team you got around you now? You guys seem like really tight and close. Like how'd you how'd you build that team? Yeah, dude. It took I mean, it just takes time to find like good people that you could trust. But you know, everyone's been put through the ringer and you could just see it almost like it's a feeling now when when you meet someone before i was like young naive and i like misinterpreted people's intentions but now we've been in the same team for like two years straight doing all of these fights going through ups downs hard moments deaths like controversies and everyone's stayed like a family unit uh and it's it's rare to find it's it's definitely usually hard to find but we all have like a chip on our shoulder. And I think that's the biggest thing is you need people on your team who want to prove something just as bad as, as you do. And I think for us, it's like proving that anything's possible and that we can go and beat all of these fighters no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that drives all of us every single day as like a family and to, to be the best team. What's honestly. like the squad look like on like the training side? Like how many different people? Like what are their positions? There's like uh there's probably what like nine people on the on the training side. So wow. Um, wow. There's like D Cut, who's like strength and conditioning, like former NFL athlete. Um, Ocean, who's like the master healer, like chiropractic, massage, stretching. Um, BJ Flores, head coach. Uh, Jacob Chavez, assistant coach. Jaylion Love, uh, another uh, assistant coach. Um, and then I have my mind coach lucas mack who's like meditation and you know like visualization um my chef slash like nutritionist um i feel like i'm i think you think the most the most important thing for me like stay on fucking on pace and whatever like obviously different spectrums whatever but you gotta have like i have a chick like you know that like makes me you know, like you obviously, did Julie Rose, your girl, right? Yeah. How long have you guys been dating for? I don't mean to get a you know a relationship. But I'm just curious because I think it's important because I think like you can have all the teammates, you can have all the training, whatever, but to have a solid chick by your side that supports what you're doing and whatnot. And Julie is the best, by the yeah, way. Yeah, she's, she's the best. She's, she's the best. She's like she's my best friend, bro. She's the best. Like super fucking dope. And I guess she is like a part of the team. She takes such good care of me, and like all shout out and like kudos to her. Well, especially three months sober. Like you got. I mean, when you're before a fight for three months, like you're going back, not partying, whatever. You're going back to your girl. No, exactly, exactly. And she like, but also she has to like put up with me like while I'm like in fight mode and like all this like high testosterone and shit. But and you're getting married to her, aren't you? Are you getting, I saw something. 
Yeah, like maybe. Yeah. That's awesome. Wait, what? What's I haven't like officially shit. proposed to her, but like definitely on the cards. Are you wow. willing to give up like fifty percent of your assets? Because like I, I, I'll never, I'll never actually ten percent closer to a billionaire. I, I'll never well, yeah, get married on paper. Yeah, I'll never get married on Prenup? paper. Yeah, all all of that. I don't I'll tell you what, works, she's but... fucking awesome, dude. I've had some in dialogue with Julia. She's just a savage businesswoman. She's awesome. You got a good girl cool. there. 100%. So what? What? I mean, when picking Julia, like or like, obviously you guys have a vibe together. Like, what was like? What is going on there? You know what I mean? Like, how did you know she was the one? And like, just I don't, I don't this know. This guy asked from like here personal... we fucking go. No, I really want to know. Like, he wants to know for <laughs> no, himself. Because like, I, I'm not, I'm not saying she's like a cloud chaser or anything like that, but like. Do do you see that? I mean, like, come on, like, like, do you see that? When um, when we first met, I like instantly knew I loved her. I told her I loved her the first day. I was met that her. a looks thing? Honestly, no, 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 no. It was it was like straight from our dialogue and like how I felt. We were two souls like in other lives that loved each other and like we finally like came so it was together. a movie. It, so, was, it was literally a movie. Okay, it was literally okay, it was literally okay. a notebook. But like. Yeah, when we when we fucking came together, I was like, I I finally like met my person, and obviously like it starts there, um, and and only grows, mm -hmm. and so like every single day you spend with them, you know, you're learning more about each other. So sometimes in a relationship, you're like, oh fuck this person, but I've only learned to love her more every day, for like all the little shit she does wrong or right, and so I just love who she is as a person. I genuinely feel like. She's the female version of, you. of me. Oh, okay. but it's also need, hot. I think you need a girl to stay dialed. You when do. You're like, you do. Right? Like, you need to. It's I mean, too when, tempting when to do other what shit. We're doing, like, I mean, the other day, girls are throwing themselves tough, left and right bro. at you. How like, how do you stay loyal? Like, what's your what's your thing? How do you stay um, loyal? How do you stay loyal? The, and this is I told and I've told Julia this. I was like, bro, Julia. Unfortunately, but also fortunately, I've been with a lot of girls, mm -hmm. and so luckily for you, I know that I like you, and I'm not curious about. All these other girls, yeah, you gotta get I've, the fuck out of your system. Yeah, exactly. You gotta get the fuck out of your system. Yeah. But like, I'm I'm not curious about them because I've been with them, and I it's not cool. You ever find I, like I you like get it out have. of your system for a bit, and then sometimes it just starts so, to like, so make its we, way yeah. back in. Because <laughs> <So laughs> <So> like, <laughs> like we, sometimes you're like, you know what, I'm done, and then it's like, ah, actually, it's the devil. It's the devil. You're not, you're not done. Yeah, yeah, you're not done. You you gotta get a girl that like lets you do threesomes and shit. Yeah. Yo. So whoa. With that. I got a question. So before the fight, do you have sex with her? No. Do you, we, do you have threesomes or no? We do have threesomes, but not before the fight. So it's that good for you to not have it for three weeks? What do you mean? Like, oh, well, he's, he's, I, he's, he's fucking dialing, dialing in I'm for not the fight. Well, yeah, of course. Of course. Oh, so you're it's not It's very tempting. To. Like, she'll like, be like teasing me, and I'm like, fuck you. Who <laughs> says no? Like, who says no pumps? The our coaches, it, but it's like it's like scientific. It's like scientific. Like if I fuck the night before I spar, I'll go in there and look like a rag doll. Like my coach has literally told me before, you had sex you last night, night, didn't you? Get, you? No, no, he could tell. I don't t talk to him. He wow. sees my performance after one round. I come back to the corner. He goes, "You had sex last night, didn't you?" And I go, "Yeah." That it's that That's big of a difference worst after a round of fighting. <laughs> yeah, no, right? He's called up by coach for pumping. No, seriously, <laughs> and he's like, you can't fucking do it. But I, ha but like, I haven't done it in like a year. I haven't made that mistake because, bro, you get your ass beat when wow. some for some people, some some fighters will sit here and say, nah, I fuck the morning of a fight. It's cool, that's that's for you. But for some fighters, it makes a massive difference. So wow. you can't you can't be serious by comparing yourself, Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali. You can't your generation. You can't be serious making those things. That's just fucking the shit you're typing on the no, thing. I see what he's doing. I, I, well, I, I want to ask him. I want to ask the guy. I, I'm you have very to aim for the sky. You think that. you're the Muhammad Ali and the Mike Tyson by beating Robinson, Askren, Woodley? I give you a little bit of credit for not not even by who I've beat, because of what I've done and the numbers I've accomplished in four fights. So from a business and, standpoint. and from and from the movement standpoint as well. Like, look at the sixteen thousand kids who are in the audience. I'll give you that. Who have never been to a UFC fight, have never been to a boxing match before. They're all young. They're run. They're nine year olds with signs that say "Subscribe to me." Like yeah. they're having, they're shouting, they're having the time of their lives. They weren't fight fans before, so. For that reason, I am looked at by these younger kids as this is all we know. Done. As a boxer, he's the best. Respect. How, and, did, how did that feel getting a tweet from King James himself, LeBron? Bro, I, I still haven't like comprehended it, but it really? is it is crazy. Like 
it's it's mass respect. It's like it comes full circle. I Did don't you think know it, those people are gonna be there and stuff like Chappelle. Like yeah, I, I didn't insane. know about Chappelle. I didn't know about Poirier. My brother like apparently knew and he was like telling me like in the locker room. But everyone, I, I don't have my phone like a couple days before the fight, so I'm like locked in, zoned in. So I don't really care about anything that's going on besides that. But, but yeah, even when Ch- Chappelle like came into the locker room afterwards, I was like. Mm-hmm. What the hell? That was cool. Like, yeah, that's dope. He's an Ohio legend too. So a legend. I like what you and said I there, respect. though. That's I, I have respect for that. That you are, yeah, you're creating a movement that's much like what Ali did and whatever in the time. I think boxing wise, skill set wise, I think you got a long way to go, obviously. Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, respect what you said, hundred percent. It's amazing. That. It's amazing. How do you stay so disciplined between uh, during training, especially? It's um, it's hard. Uh, I think that's. Part, the main reason I went to Puerto Rico was to isolate myself and to get away from all the bullshit and everything that was a distraction around me. Because I was doing a training camp here in Miami, and it was like just too much madness. That must be fucked. It was. And it, were you single at that time too? Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it was. Yeah. It was too many distractions. We were debating moving here too, and we're like, I'm so glad we, we didn't move we here, bro. Like. It's fuck. It's a little bit bro, too much fun. Die. We would die if we fucking moved here, bro. I just love the beach. Where are you guys living now? <laughs> I just love the beach. Uh, we're in County. OC. Yeah. That's so good. we're not even LA. Like, yeah. bro, we don't even really party there. We only party when we travel mostly. But when we're there, we're just dialed. Like, there's nothing to do. Like, and there's, that's the best. You get into you your routine it. and you just kill and crush it. Golf. Yeah, pretty much it. Are you done with all the content? Uh, by the way, I'm not being like whatever. Like, this is what's talked about doing podcasts. Like, I got to take a piss so badly. So I really have to piss really bad, like yeah, incredibly, I mean, not to be weird. But before I go, <laughs> piss real quick and come back. Are you done with all the like YouTube upload videos and all that shit, all the content? And I have to piss. So I leave you that, so I won't be able to hear your answer. No, yeah, until so. <laughs> you come back. You're gonna have to watch it. <laughs> the on fuck the is wrong with you? I got to piss too. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm human. <laughs> um, I, I honestly, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much done with the YouTube shit. Like I just don't besides have, the boxing re- related y- shit. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, that all like comes into it, and like I post the boxing content and trailers and shit on my YouTube, but I haven't had any time to actually like go make a piece of content, and it's so competitive. I don't want to just like go make some shit that's half-assed, and like people are like, "This is whack." Uh, so it's like kind of like if I'm gonna do it, I want to go balls deep and. That's what we're saying. We we're just talking about that today because now that we started this podcast. Like we're doing so like hard. every Monday on Nelk. Cause you know, you gotta be consistent on YouTube. That's the number right? one so thing, like, exactly. You can't be in and out. Like we've tried the whole do six weeks, take a month off. It just doesn't work. So, so tough. So YouTube's tough. like a fucking all or nothing type shit. You've done it too, obviously more than it's so hard. So tough, bro. And you have to and you have to have good shit and you have to like really care. It's a full time job. People don't get it, especially you guys doing the podcast and all the happy dad shit. It's it's been really cool to watch, honestly. Like it from afar. You guys are crushing it. But it's like, what am I gonna do? Go, you know, make a YouTube video and like compete with you guys who are like mm-hmm. putting so much effort right. into it, or like who uh, the Mr. Beasts of the world, the, or the David Dobricks, who that's all they're doing. Plus, I'm gonna that wouldn't look- really work for your brand no more, right? Like, I feel like you kind of made a transformation into something new. Exactly. No, exactly. And, but a part of me is like, this is where I started. So part of me is like, oh, just do it for fun. Just do it for fun. So I don't know. You might see more content from me, but I'm I'm just figuring it out. And I think the lifestyle shit could be cool. Like just showing like your lifestyle. I really like, like working on a, on a dock, like uh-huh. a long, a long form dock that is probably going to get be put dope. somewhere. It, but the dock just keeps on getting crazier and crazier. So we just keep on saying like we're putting it out. But it just more keeps on getting added to it. So that's kind of what I've been saving up all this because we film a bunch of shit, but um, I've been saving it all for the, for the doc, a lot of it. Hell yeah. That's amazing. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. <laughs> Thank you. I like that. I think, I, think, I think at the end of the day, Kyle, I think that you got a little pull here. I think Jake's obviously got his thing going. I mean, I'm out of the mix. Dana, obviously, I, I FaceTime 7,000 times a night. He doesn't answer anymore. I think that there might be a way for Kyle. To, can you add a little help maybe? Ja- no, I, this I is my prediction. This... I think it could happen. Jake's just got to go on a tear. Just, yeah. like, just like any other fighter. Be undeniable. Yeah, just be undeniable. I feel undeniable. like if you go 7-0, the next three fights that you do win, I think it's Because now every fight, it's like, he's going to lose. Oh, fuck, he won. He's going to lose. Oh, fuck, he won. It's like. 
It's like some point it hits it a point where it's like, okay, it yo, yeah. this guy didn't start as a fighter, but now he's a fighter. But I will tell you this, Dana White is, you know, I know it's all for whatever. Dana White is one of the greatest guys I've ever met. And I'm not just fucking blowing him here or anything on the thing, but Dana's a great Solid guy. Dude. He's done a lot of stuff for us. And, you know, obviously I've gained a lot of respect. I haven't met you before. I met you once briefly at Craig's. But based on obviously gaining some respect for what you're doing, I'm hoping that you guys figure a way to kind of get and fuck with each other. So you're working hard. It's, I do respect that. Thank you. For man. sure. Hell it's yeah. amazing. Hell yeah. Well, I think that's it, boys. Wrap Episode it up real what? Quick. It's good. Episode six of the books. Episode six. Wow, Jake Paul. Dope. It was good, man. Crushing Thanks for it. coming through. Yeah, thank you. Keep killing it. I'm excited to see what's next, Let's bro. Let's get it, boys. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's get it. Let's go. Cheers. Awesome. You're the man, Jake. Good shit.